This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's read something from Exodus 19.6. I'll be making a couple of announcements this morning. Exodus 19.6 The Bible says, And you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words you shall speak to the children of Israel. You shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and later, the Roman Moses talked about the fact that we are a different nation. I love the way Ammon captured it. But before then, oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, I just remember now, the book of Esther. Blessed be your name. Verse 8, chapter 3, verse 8, Esther 3, 8. This is Mordecai talking. Esther chapter 3, verse 8. And Ammon said unto king, so this Ammon talking to the king, to king Aesheros, there is a certain people scattered abroad, dispersed among the people in all the province of thy kingdom. Their laws are diverse from all people. Neither keep them the king's law. Therefore, it is not fit for it's not for them. Therefore, it is not for the king's prophet to suffer them. Hallelujah. What I want to take from there, he said their laws are different from all other laws. And lastly, First Peter chapter two. Hallelujah. We are. Not of this world. First Peter two nine, and we will take us it after that. First Peter two nine, Hallelujah. Give me First Peter two nine. <laughs> but you are, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. What's the next thing there? What is mean of peculiar? Special breed? Difference, uh, uh, each case is peculiar, but it's peculiar to the, whatever. Peculiar people. You can have your seats. That's where I just want to start from. You see, it's not about how many things we say. It's about the understanding of what we get from what we are sharing. I desire very strongly that everyone here lives with an understanding that the ways of a Christian is not the same as the ways of non-Christians. Ah. Oh my God. Are you with me? You know why marriage didn't have problems in those days? But they're having many problems now. It's because of just one thing. African marriage 
was designed for Africans. So in those days, women never complained if the husband brought all fourth wife home. The culture said that. So the man would go out in the morning to the farm. She would stay at home. Many communities fought. Certain people died before they accepted that women should be going to school. But here is the problem. You are a man who is still an African man trying to now practice a Christian marriage. Only a Christian man can practice a Christian marriage. Only a Christian woman can practice it. So if culture is what shapes you, then you cannot practice what the Bible. Because where we read, our kingdom is different from all other kingdoms. Our laws are different. Our ways of life are not the same. You know, I can begin to share a lot of scriptures, but at times, what David said in many of the Psalms, Selah, I say, pause and think about this. See, I want to come from an angle this morning. What influences your decisions? The word of God or the traditions of men? When you talk about spirituality, there are three ways or three angles. Three things that show how spiritual you are. Your attention to the word of God, that is your devotion. A spiritual man will spend time in the place of prayer. That means a spiritual man is a steward of three things. Of time. He must spend time with God. Of resources. And of talents. He must help people with his talents and he must serve God with his talents. He will spend time being a blessing to people and spend time with God. Then, if I look at your paycheck, I look at your, the account balance, it tells where your heart is. For the Bible says where a man's treasure is, that is where his heart will be also. Are you following me this morning? Praise the Lord. Romans 12 says that I appeal to therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, to present your body as a living sacrifice, only an acceptable one to God, which is your reasonable worship. Next verse says, do not be conformed to this world. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Paul began to say that though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. Then he said, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We don't tackle things from physical point of view. Say they are mighty through God in pulling down strongholds. Our patterns are different. So many Christians still operate like the people of the world. When you do that, you give the enemy an opportunity to hit you bad. Are you with me? The way we speak is different. I want to say this. The ways of God, they are directly opposite the ways of this world. So the Bible says, 1 John 2, if we start from 15, 
Love not the world, neither the things of the world. Say, if any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And he said, all that you see in the world are three things. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and pride of life. I will soon stop. I want to call your attention to something this morning. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. And he said that, see, if all those things are in you, the love of the Father is not in you. I will try and explain these three things briefly. And then I'm going to continue second service. But see, are you, are you listening to me? So this is why you see on social media, which I've said before, I think I told the workers yesterday, some will say that, hey, what type of Bill Gates? When people who are believers talk like that, it's just one thing. There's no way in the Bible that tells you that a non-believer should be your example. Do you do the word of God following the word? Or you follow it when it's convenient and you argue the part you don't want? And I said this to people, and I think I should say this now. I, I learned that I think they have uh, a partnership that they, they have envelopes on seats. So I'm going to tell you something. And it's a raw truth from the word of God. Tithe in Old Testament was the lowest standard expected of. God didn't feel that he was in control of their life because they were living by law. In New Testament, Christ has come inside you to stay. Tithe is too small for a believer because God owns everything. What you do is that you don't listen to man. You need to open your Bible yourself and check what the Bible says. Otherwise, you cannot function the way of a believer. For instance, I told them that I'm going to tell you. The Bible says, He that soweth sparingly. These are not, I'm not saying this to get people to give. I'm sharing the truth of the word. 90% of Christians across the world have financial issues. They will not open the Bible to check how God says they should live financially. They live by what they have told them or what they just assume is true. There's no price for assumption. There's only a reward for truth. If you are a believer and the word of God is so constant, have you checked the word to know how the word says you should live? Apostle Paul spoke about giving. You see, there are four times that we do. At times people will begin to argue that. You know, I, sometimes something they just amaze me. Do you give to the poor or give to church? As if they are mutually exclusive. So, the fact that I give to God means I should not give to the poor. Or I give to the poor, I should not give anything to the kingdom. People come up with all those excuses just to, and the sincere truth that God is not interested in any man's money. It's a system design. I told you, the Bible says it made its way known to Moses, it's out to the children of Israel. If you understand God very well, whatever you see consistently in the Bible is a pattern. So Jesus stood. He did not start in Luke 5 by giving Peter fish who had toyed all night. Peter gave Jesus his boats. When he was through with the preaching, he said, launch your net. Elisha went that one example. Peter gave his boats. Jesus multiplied his harvests. Elisha got to the widow's house. He didn't start by saying that you have just one bread left. I bless the bread. This is what some people are expecting. Unfortunately, your God is not like that and he will not bend the room for you. Elijah said that, give me the food first. And she brought it. 
Then he said that you are one bread. I hereby multiply the bread. Jesus did not say to that boy, with your five loaves and two fish, multiply. The boy gave it to Jesus. Then Jesus multiplied it. I believe he gave the remaining to the boy. Twelve baskets from five loaves. What many people want, which is a carnal inclination, is that Lord just multiply what I No, it's not like that. You know what? God is a faith God. You have to demonstrate the fact that you believe him by letting go before he responds. They don't get that. It doesn't save anybody until you ask Jesus to come into your life. Did you get that? From Old Testament to New Testament, this is what you see. Give me Philippians 4.19. People go, my God shall supply all my needs. But you need to start the conversion from where Paul started from. You know, during the week I was praying, and my heart was going to a lot of Christians. If we are the workers, we say, so how many people are giving testimonies that God blessing them? And we are, we are blessed here. But you see, my heart goes to some other people. Because there are people who don't, and I'm sharing because they told me that this is supposed to be partner Sunday, or, and I, that's why I'm sharing this. Look at this. There is nothing we have set up, we have set up as a church to do that we haven't done, and all of you are living witnesses effortlessly. We use faith, it grows, the Lord takes care of this. I'm just telling you. Now, but my God shall supply all your needs. People like that scripture. <laughs> but go back. Go to verse. Let's start from. Um, let's start from verse fourteen, fifteen. I don't know where he said that. At the beginning of the gospel, no church communicated with me. What verse is that? He said, "But you Philippians, now you Philippians know." This is Paul talking. That in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me concerning giving and receiving. He said, I preach in many churches. None of them gave to me. This is what he's saying. He said, nobody said, only you. So as a result of that, I am saying to you, my God shall supply but you see people who have not communicated in terms of giving and receiving are also quoting my gosh and supply. Promises without premises. Why is it that there are so many Christians who are suspecting God? So I heard 100k months. If you can't give God 15,000 or 100k, when you are 1 billion, you will not give. It's the truth. And the Bible says, God will not wait to have 1 billion. God says, He that is faithful in little is watching right now. See, the only thing about that is that it helps when you break things into proportions, it helps to comply. Otherwise, this morning, this one. So, you see, if we say 10%, the only thing it does is that it helps to. But Myself and all the leaders, 10% for us and insult. 10% for some people is still like they are taking their liver out. Because they are suspecting God. Then they suspect churches. Ah, no, 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 no. And you know what? They don't ask questions. That, what about those who are doing this? <laughs> the Lord asks what he thinks. By the grace of God, this is one of the announcements. I don't know whether uh, they will 
post the date next to where we're having a medical outreach for people. Now we're going to be treating a lot of people for free. That will go brilliance. I announced for the first time two weeks ago when I announced a daughter from America sent, well, I, I won't mention his name, so, but the guy sent $5,000 towards the medical outreach. When I speak here, God asked what it, and I told the people that, I told the workers, hope the rest of you are not watching. The TV blew up the other time. A Chinese woman just called from China and supplied this, this second TV you are looking at. If we are, as long as we are covenant practitioners in this church, we can't lack. But I'm concerned about some members. This is half of the year. That's why I'm sharing this. Some have not moved a bit from January till now. And they are waiting for God. Lord, lift me, lift me. Oluwajo, baby, it's okay. Baby, Lossi. Oh, you like that song? Lift out of men. Oh, lift me. But patterns have been shown in the world. When you obey divine pattern, you jack up to another level. There's nothing wrong with asking God to lift you. But are you taking steps that he has put in his word for you to be lifted? Maybe I'm again to mind now. Are you giving God your resources, your time, and your talents? All over Nigeria, all over the world, statistically, in every nation, only about 20% of Christians carry the burden of 80%. Some arrived very early this morning to set up everything. See, I am not picking on anybody, but I'm sharing with you. We have just entered second half of the year. Is this what you want to do again? Watch others do things. On, I think, uh, August 16th. When, when is the food program? When is, when is it coming up? July 16th. On the 16th of July, we are feeding people. That's going to go up millions again. And I'm, ask, I'm telling you, you know, normally I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't say, uh, concerning uh, 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 um, permits or no permits about uh, uh, physical planning in Lagos State, we paid every bill of during the week on behalf of our landlord to Lagos State, just during the week. That is not going to stop us from feeding the poor. That is not going to stop the medical outreach. I am asking believers, individuals, and the people that are doing this, it's not that they are so rich. They are, they, there is a, a, a kind of heart they have. We don't give to the poor because we have so much abundance. I don't know what to do when we are now doing that. It's because that is who we are. That is who we are. You know, I told you before, many people that are until I, I called her out and I prayed for her when she was relocating. All the adverts of each church you've seen on Billboard and seeing us on television, we are on Wazobia Max. This church has not paid one naira for advert on billboard that we have not paid one naira to be on TV. A lady in the church did it and as soon as she started, I wasn't sure where they just moved her. Probably she's watching me now. I moved her to go and hear their office in London over there. The Lord, no man can outgive God. No man. That's the truth. There are different types of believers. When people hear a message like there are those, they will now be consistent with their time for the next three months. I'm not even saying that. Then after it was something will happen. <laughs> you know, it's... What I, when I spoke by the Spirit and I told everybody that uh, God will send you money. It's not your salary. It's not asking for your salary. It's not your income. It's just an unexpected money. Please give it back to you. You remember when we said that? 
everyone that got it, they told me how tempted they were. Here is somebody receiving 500,000 a month. And salary. And he just went to visit somebody and the person just gave the person 200,000. And the Holy Spirit told the person, you see, I'm not asking for this. Is, this one belongs to me. And she was still like, because at that time the car broke down. Satan will try to tell you, and that is showing the greed that is in you. Because we want to see, I need to tackle this. When you are giving 10 billion, it's the same way you are going to ask. I'm going to ask a question. Don't you know those who embezzled Nigerian money, that some of them have over 50 billion, they are still embezzling more. If there's no self-control over 100,000, there will not be self-control over 100 billion. Then you will want jets. And you want many things that you don't need. I would have not talked about the temptations of Jesus and mentioned the fathers. Uh, lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life. Satan will bring it to your doorstep. Every one of us will be tempted in this area. That was all the three temptations were all about. One was lust of the flesh. One was lust of the eye. One was pride of life. And Jesus conquered the three. Is somebody with me this morning? Yes, Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This second half of the year, I see you becoming prosperous like never before. Yeah. And because there is so much the Lord wants to build on you, you have to, He has to trust you. And it begins with where you are right now. Hallelujah. By the grace of God, this is going to be this. Today is the last of two services. From next week, Sunday, is going to be three services. There will be opportunities for more people to serve. I have said that choir will only say, I mean, they, should, they will do a roster for them. They take two out of three. So some choir will take first and second, some will take second and third service. Nobody will do all the three. It's an opportunity for more praise worship leaders. Opportunity for more backups, more ushers, and many more units that we don't have in the church now that you might be told by God to start. I am telling you. Use your, use your talents. Use your gifts. Then use your time. More opportunities for those who arrive early. Now that means we are starting earlier now. Leaders pray from 7 to 8 and now I told them we have to come after 6. There's more opportunities. Will you take advantage of it or will you lie down your bed and watch others do everything? Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you with me? How many of you walk on the island? Let me see your hand. You walk on the island. Some are afraid to raise their hands. If, I want to, if you walk on the island during the week, can you raise your hand very well? Okay, quite a number. On Thursday, Ireland service midweeks. Ireland midweek service starts on Thursday. Can you give us the venue? I'll be there on Thursday by the grace of God. We used to have it with stop when COVID hit. I couldn't go to office again. But now, COVID is over. And God, we pray that I should never come back. So, I am asking you, join us on Thursday. By the grace of God. No, this, this is not like it. Is it... Island is, is VI, right? Not lucky. Okay, this is VI for midweek. And join us. I'm asking all of you that work on Ella. This first one, I, we want all of you to be there. 
invite your colleagues and friends. July is a very busy month. There is London meeting, there is this one, there is that. July is a very, very, very busy month. Are you with me? Yeah. The first day, that's that. So, this are, so I'm asking all of you by 7 p.m. The address is there. China Vow Chinese Restaurant. I like Chinese restaurant. So, <laughs> well, I've not been there before. Someone else looked for the venue. I made all the negotiations with them. So, by the grace of God, I'm asking you on Thursday. Are you, are you with me this morning? Somebody put your hands together. I'm happy to. Oh, no, this is wonderful. Hallelujah. Amen. And then, of course, before I leave, here comes the big announcements. <laughs> you see, our time is winding up here. HOD has to move. By the grace of God, this place is now too straight, too small for us. You know what I'm thinking? I told the workers yesterday, we have big plans. We have only one hall here, and then the junior church. We need us. Different us for different purposes. Hallelujah. I told people who are doing food program, I envision that between now and the next few months, food program will not be once in a year. It will be three times in a year. I'm looking for food program being every Sunday. Members of the church who don't really have, they should go back home on Sunday. Go back home with something. It will take all of us putting resources together. This is why you can't afford to be poor. But you know that salary can't do this thing. You better understand kingdom practice. And that's what I'm sharing with you. Many of people here seated with you already operating this thing. We need the rest of us. That our resources are not from. They are coming. You know that there is a supply beyond your salary. God opening ideas. And showing you things. We need it. Because the work is much. I imagine many of you coming to church with a bag of clothes. Sometimes you enter market to buy things, not for yourself, because you are going to give it to somebody in church that you know that has nothing. How about a time comes when certain percentage of your money goes? There is no month that you don't pay up to five rents for people. Are these your dreams? Or you are still at the level of patching what you have? Those who dream like this, they begin to see for the power of God coming upon their finances. Because they know that it cannot be done on this ground. Whether the people they pay 700,000 salary, 1 million a month, it is limited. But there is a dimension of grace. Say amen. amen. Where you are carried on eagle's wings. That's what we need. Are you with me? Hallelujah. But it begins with faithfulness in little things. I don't see any reason why anyone here should not be a partner. So, I own 100,000. Maybe I give 12,000 a month. I, let, let, let's say at the base level, somebody gives 10,000 as tithes. If I give 5,000 as partnership every month, or even another 10, if if 80,000 left will not help me, neither will 100,000 help me. Am I right? But as I obey God, something else happens. 
People do as if this little taking out is what will save them. Okay, so they are paying me 200000 So, I give a tithe for 20000 Whatever 180000 cannot do, 200000 do it. But with what I have given, I have opened a door to interact with the supernatural. Period. See, devil has a way of cheating people by letting them think wrongly. 70k, they can't give 7,000. So, that 7,000 you have refused to give is now what will make all the difference. Abba, quit thinking like this. Quit cooperating with the enemy to keep you small. God has a big plan for you. Are you getting what I'm saying? From secondary school, I ironed out all these issues. Because I just figured out, I asked myself, okay, no, Okay, so 100, so I take my 10,000 back and I add it to the 90s, now 100k. So I'm now a millionaire. The 10,000 I've taken back, we now pay all the rent, do everything. So why am I holding on to it? Does it make any difference? It doesn't. It does. I never put the poor before God. We do the poor also, but never put it before God. You need that spiritual force. Reaching out to the poor has its own place. But it must not be, one does not disturb another. They are two different things. It's true. As they were pouring oil on Jesus, Judas began to say that they should have sold it to give it to the poor. Because people use the poor as an excuse not to give when it comes to the kingdom of God. No, the kingdom is superior. But the kingdom itself should take care of the poor. When Jesus said, what you are going to go and do quickly, the Bible said that they thought that he was asking Judas to go and give things to the poor. Why they assume so was that it was always given to the poor. One day I will ask them to print out on the screen to show us our monthly giving to health, to, to, health, to school fees and all these things to shock you. There are students in the church by the grace of God and in the last five years the church has been paying all their school fees. All. And I'm talking about university and I'm talking about six figures. Regularly. Yeah. And when a man who is a bona fide member of the church dies, we try to take over the responsibility for the children. Need we to see all these things. But I'm just telling the church. Because there are individuals who are enemy. There is a mentality. You just, you know, you hold it like your kidney. Once they start preaching like this, you're angry. The little we have, they want to take. Eat the little you have. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. But you say, I'm a shepherd. I have body for people. And you watch year one, year two, they are the and they are not questioning where they are. And they are still having that mentality. That no. You know, the kingdom of God is the only kingdom that allows you to try God. Why don't you even test what they are saying for three months? God is so sure of himself. When he was talking about that, he said, prove me. Don't help me. If you are consistent for six months, it does not have, come and challenge God. He said with Malachi, he was telling men of the Old Testament, he said, test me and see. That means I am not asking you to cover up for me. Check and see. They will not check, but they will check MMM. How can people trust men more than God? They brought MMM to me, some of my good friends. I have never lost one around to any scheme. The only scheme I know that does not fail is the kingdom of God. It's a kingdom that cannot shake. All others can shake. I'm not saying anything is wrong with it. The investment is part of Christianity. 
But when you are a tithe, when you are a giver, light will guide you where you should put your money. Why do you people trust man and you don't trust God? Me, I think the other way around. So a group comes up and they tell that when you put money to multiply, the Bible tells you that it will multiply your seed. You don't believe. But men tell you that they, a man is telling that it will multiply your seed. That one you believe. And you empty your account for the man. Ah, what a woman of faith that was. <laughs> Wrong application of your faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, so everybody are looking at me and I got you. Should I pray for the restoration of your own money taken also? If you promise to repent and stop trusting men, somebody give God praise. <laughs> Let's rise this morning. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.